and welcome to a brand new episode of Scripted to Screen Spotlight here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. Today is Friday and our first episode of 2019. This is crazy. And what a way to celebrate a first episode of a first year than talking about the one thing that combines my love and my co-host's love of cinema, the one and only Galactic Universe Star Wars. So without much further ado, let me introduce the solo to my Chewbacca Hod Solo. Hello, hello, hello. Well, is this thing on? It is on. I can't hear myself. You that's can't weird. hear yourself. It's okay. It's fine. You can it's, hear me. It's I can strange. hear you. Okay. So that's fine. <laughs> Very excited. Star Wars. Yes. And I'm wearing a Star Wars sweatshirt. You are. And below it, I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt. Okay. And my boxers. Nope, nope, nope. No, we're going to stop. Just stop. <laughs> Let's stop right there, my friend. Let's stop right there. Um, so it, it is very exciting um, that this is what we're going to be talking about today. In the background, we'll have the uh, the music, the opening. This is the opening yeah. music of Star Wars A New Hope. Um which is essentially the first film. Um, we won't have it playing throughout the entire time, but just a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yes. Bum, bum, <laughs> I can't. Ah, it's yeah. so good. Anyway, all right. So what we wanted to do today is is essentially talk about uh, uh, our love of Star Wars and kind of look back, uh, uh, you know, and because because Star Wars is essentially there's a new age of Star Wars going on right now. Uh, uh, it is literally a new age of Star Wars uh, with um, you know all the things that that Disney is doing. Um, and, and, uh, uh, you know, um, all the things that Disney's doing, uh, with, with animation and publishing and the movies and the new TV shows and, and all that stuff. It's, it's a crazy time to be a Star Wars fan. It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Um, you know, however, it is also a very dangerous time to be a Star Wars fan because of the toxicity of the, of the fan base, because, um, you know, and we've been talking about this and I don't want 2019 to focus too much on the toxicity that is around. Uh, I do, uh, um, um, you know, I do hope that 2019 finds, uh, w- w- allows us to find a common ground with, with, um, you know, with our love and our conversation of cinema. Um, but we do, we do want to talk about what happened with the fan base, uh, last year. Uh, it's so crazy that we have to say that now last year, yeah. um, you know, what happened with the fan base post the last Jedi, uh, um, which actually was released, uh, you know, a year prior, yeah. uh, to last year, but the fallout happened in 20, yeah, because it came out in December of 2017, 17 and kept going till yeah. early 2018. And, and, and that's the, what, the fallout yeah. occurred. And, and this is where all the, the, the damage happened. And, uh, yeah, so, so I do want to, I, I do want to, um, kind of talk about that and, and, and see where we're at with that. So, uh, I'll kind of leave the floor to you and, 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 and kind of like, uh, fall back in and talk about it with you as well. Um, so where do you stand in, in all of this, uh, right now? Look, I've said this before and I will always say this. P- opinions differ. Yeah. And we can't always get what we want. And it's a, it's a big franchise we're talking about. It's Star Wars. It's been around since 1977, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And you're not mistaken. <laughs> and 
people are, I think, maybe a bit too possessive when it comes to Star Wars, yes. which is good in a sense, but they're too protective and they become toxic and aggressive. And, and that for me is, is very sad. Yeah. Uh, so far, I've been very happy with what Disney has done with episode uh, seven and eight. I don't have any complaints. I'm, uh-huh. on, I'm on the team that enjoyed those two movies. Okay. Uh, I can understand why some people didn't like the first one or the second one. Uh, sorry, the, the seventh one or the eighth one in that case. Yeah. B- but, but again, chill. Relax, yeah, I mean, people. Yeah. Don't, don't go hating on these people. I have a movie which I don't enjoy, and I think we're going to discuss this at the end we, we are. of the show. Uh, but again, it's, it's not like I'm going to say it's a crap movie or it's a, it's a movie I did not enjoy. It's me. Mm-hmm. It's objective. And I don't know. I'm, I'm very happy with, with what's coming now. This year we have the ninth episode coming out. We have The Mandalorian coming out. Right, yeah, which uh, is very exciting. Which is very exciting because of the, the, the cast, the directors, uh, John Favreau, everyone involved. I, th- I hope that this will bring peace to the galaxy. Yes, <laughs> the I hope Wars. this. Is, yeah, I hope that this is kind of a, a, a new order. Yeah, uh, 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 with uh, within the realm of of, of Star Wars. Um, so, so here's the thing. So, the reason why I ended up picking this topic for spotlight this uh, for for this for this spotlight episode is because um, a couple of days ago, actually more than a couple of days ago, I saw um, I, I watched a, a video essay uh, about the last Jedi mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, it was essentially a, a video essay talking about the fan base. Um, and, uh, I'm trying to find it because I want to give a shout out to the person that did it, but, uh, of course, oh, there it is. Okay. So, um, uh, the, it's on YouTube and it's called, um, the account is called make stuff. Okay. Uh, the, 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 uh, creator's name is Jonathan, uh, something he's on my Twitter. Hang on. I, I also want to find that. But anyway, uh, to make a long story short, he, um, uh, uh, he, um, did this video essay talking about uh, the fan base and how um, we should try and restore uh, uh, the fan base, right? Uh, uh, restore balance to the fandom, if you will. And one of the things that he points out is something that you just said, which is possessiveness. I feel like uh, fan bases in general yeah. have become very possessive over uh, uh, the franchises that they belong to. Um uh, you know, and it's funny cause we're using the word fan base and fandom and, and fan, uh, uh, the, the origin of that word comes from the word fanatic, which, uh, essentially we've become, <laughs> we've, we've become fanatics, uh, of the franchises that we love and adore. And, uh, you know, for us, it's, it's like, this is not how I saw Luke or this is not what Luke means to me. And yeah. at the end of the day, it, it's, Luke doesn't belong to us and we have to kind of accept that. And, and Han doesn't belong to us and Leia doesn't belong to us and Ray doesn't belong to us and Kylo doesn't, and the list can go on. These are characters in a story that is being told and we can either be on board for the story. Or we can not be on board for the story, but that should not ever, uh, 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 force us or, or, or put us in a position where we want to see the franchise destroyed. And this is what happened in 2018. Many people wanted star Wars to fail. Mm-hmm. And I cannot for the life of me understand why you would want that. Yes, we could have disagreed with a movie, um, 
But that would never mean that, you know, that should not mean that we want the entire franchise to get ruined because of a film that did not speak to you like it did to other people. Can, can I just cut you off for one sure. second? Star Wars started out with a movie called A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Hope. Yeah. It's all about hope and restoring the, the, the whole arc of Vader in those first three yeah. movies is about yeah. Yeah. finding redemption, goods, yeah. redemption and, and fighting for, for what you love and, and someone you care about. That's what we should be doing. Yes. I, I second what you're saying. We shouldn't be destructive. It's fine for you not to like one of those movies, yeah. but, but not hate on the whole franchise, not go and negative. want it to fail. Yeah, and want it to fail and, and, and praise it when it does. Yeah. Like, ha, 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 it made zero dollars in I the box office. I told you so, yeah. Like, no, no, no. We don't want Star Wars to fail because the moment Star Wars fails, we will never see Star Wars again. Exactly. And that is not something that I, neither you nor I want this to ever happen True. because we're Star Wars fans and we want to continue to see Star Wars movies uh, even past the day we die. Uh, for future generations to enjoy Star Wars, like we did when we were growing up. Um, So what is it about Star Wars that makes you love it so much? I think it's a combination of different things. It's a a combination of the whole space opera aspect. Yes, yeah. It's the whole story of, uh, and I'm talking about episodes four, five, six, because... This is where it started. Yeah. But it's the, the Skywalker saga, the, mm-hmm. the good and evil, the force. The, the whole concept of the force is very interesting. It's very Buddhist, very religious mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. the same time. And it has a lot of themes which relate to that Star Wars. And, and I enjoy that. And, of course, it took you uh, to different planets to see different creatures, to see different powers. And the, and the Jedi and uh, the Sith Oh, balance. Always about balance. Yeah, and yeah. and I think that's what really captivated me. And of course, characters, specific characters, like Han Solo, uh, Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Yoda, uh, Princess Leia, they all marked, uh, I think, cinema history in yeah, one I mean, way or another. They're very iconic characters at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, even if, if you look at, at a character like Bob, Boba Fett... Yeah, who, who barely had nothing, nothing to do. And his, look how iconic this yes. character is. So He's lived far past his, his role in the movies. Absolutely. So the, To they, the level of which we now have a TV show based on the Mandalorians, yeah. you know? like. And, well, as a kid, Star Wars helped me kind of escape yeah. what was going on around me. Not that there was anything negative going on around me, but, you know, it took me, it took me to that galaxy far, far away. And that, that was the magic of Star Wars for me. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, many of the things that you said, um, but for me, I think the thing that stands out most um, is the myth and the lore of it. Uh, you know, the history of the Jedi and the Sith and the, the, the politicking of that, because I do like it when there is politics in a storyline because mm. it creates a lot of conflict and, you know, the, this battle between the Sith and the Jedi and, um, you know, the mysteries of the force and all of that for me, this is what, what, uh, uh, makes me love star Wars so much. And on top of it, the characters and, um, and you know, one of the, we're going to talk about those uh, a little later, but for me, um, you know, the character arcs, I think there are a lot of interesting character arcs in the entire saga so far. Um, and, and I love that, uh, you know, you've got love, you've got comedy, you've got, uh, uh, action, you've got suspense, you've got fun, um, you know, spirituality for those that are looking for the spirituality. But at the end of the day, it's the hopefulness of mm-hmm. Star Wars films and, and, um, the idea that, uh, you know, 
uh, you know, uh, you can be redeemed and you can have a second chance and you can be a hero, even if you were a farm boy mm -hmm. from Tatooine. Um, and then, you know, you cannot, you cannot forget the music of Star Wars. You cannot yeah. forget the fantastic music of John Williams and how it adds to that opera. Um, you know, the, the operatic level of, of Star Wars. Uh, so that, that for me would be why I love the wars as much as I mm -hmm. do. And why I geek out about it all the time. Yeah. Well, we geek out about it all the time. Um, all right. So what is your earliest memory of Star Wars or experiencing Star Wars? I think I've talked about this a long, like, I think I a talked long about time about, ago in the Galaxy Far, Far, On the score episode. But, yes, but, yes. Okay, so... For for those of you who don't know this by now, I've talked about my bad experience watching E.T. as a yes, kid. Yes, yes, yes. Long sure. story short, E.T. scared the hell out of me, didn't sleep for a long time, couldn't watch alien movies, scared the crap out of me, blah, right. blah, blah. Fast forward to a few, few years later, and I think my first Star Wars experience was actually at Euro Disney. Okay. And we were waiting to go into Star Tours. Yes, so we're in line and there's these, when you get uh, close to the shuttle, you're supposed uh -huh. to embark on uh -huh. to go uh -huh. on the star tours. There was a video, safety video with aliens. Okay. And I was going to cry because I thought there were going to be aliens in the room. Okay. Right. Sitting next to us. Right. And so the first, I went, I went in and okay, obviously no aliens, no costumes, nothing. And you sit down and you live this experience. Yes. Of, it's, it's actually a great ride. Of, I, I've been on it twice. Yeah. Of, yeah it's of, so of good. Attacking the, the Death Star and yes. being with... You were on the with, original. I was on the first one. Yeah, There's yeah. a new one now. Yes. Now there's one with The Force Awakens exactly. and The Last Jedi and all that stuff. So, yeah. so I, on that, and you go and kind of got me curious and I kind of enjoyed it and I liked the ride. But it didn't make a lot of sense to me right. what it was linked to. And then a few years after, a year after that probably, I watched uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. New Hope, and yeah. then... Empire Strikes Back, and I got the, the soundtrack. Right. And I used to listen to the soundtrack on and on, and then slowly, slowly watch it, watch it, listen to it, watch it, listen, and I just fell in love with everything. Yeah. And by that time, the prequels came out, where I also kind of got into, I, I, as a child, not as a teenager, actually, as, I enjoyed the sequels. They were, they the, were fine. The now, prequels, yeah, mean? sorry, the prequels. the prequels. Yeah, excuse me. And now looking back at them, okay, they're not, the fanciest films, but but they make sense within the whole, like, if you want the uh, uh, saga and the, the whole uh, Star Wars universe. So that, that's kind of a, like, yeah. very quick uh, Summary experience over yeah. of my Star See, Wars. See, what's funny is that I, I am a prequel kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a prequel kid. So I got into Star Wars with The Phantom Menace. I okay. got into Star Wars with Episode One, um, And I remember watching the pod race on the big screen, and I was mm -hmm. like, this is so cool. Yeah. Uh, I even ended up dressing up as Darth Maul one year for, mm -hmm. for Halloween. Uh, I think I've showed you that picture and it's, yeah. it's really creepy. Yeah. Um, it's creepy kids. Yeah, very creepy kid. Um, but yeah, so I, my first memory of Star Wars is watching uh, The Phantom Menace and not understanding anything that was going on, I mm -hmm. think, um, which is very interesting because I was like, I mean, not understanding, not in the sense of like, how does it relate to Star Wars, but like, this is so new, this yeah. is, fa you know, this world building and underwater world and space and jets and knights with laser swords and, you know, yeah. so it was a very like, uh, if you, uh, I mean, I guess culture shock, if you will, like this is a fabulous movie. And then I ended up seeing uh, Attack of the Clones when I was in, in high school and then Revenge of the Sith, uh, I think, came out in, 
was it 2009-ish, seven-ish, something, five-ish? Six? I don't I, I can't remember. I think it was like 2005, I think, around the same time that Return of the King came out. Let me see. I think. Um, but I do remember seeing that as well. And what's strange to me is that to this day, Revenge of the Sith ranks very high on my ranking when I'm mm. ranking the Star Wars films because I love Love Revenge of the Sith. 2005. 2005. So that was my senior year of high school. Um, I love Revenge of the Sith so much. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think uh, it's, it's the, it's Anakin is what drives me to love Revenge of the Sith and his downfall is what drives me to love Revenge of the Sith. Uh, the, the battle sequence between him and uh, the duel sequence between him Killing and Obi-Wan Obi is so heartbreaking. Um, and it's funny because uh, I was watching again, like, and, and this kind of relates to what we're going to go into next, which is the prequels and the sequels, Where Do We Stand? Um, watching Revenge of the Sith, I watched it, uh, what was it, like two nights ago I watched Revenge of the Sith, after which I had just seen The Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because, um, or re-seen, re-watched The Last Jedi, uh, the speech that Yoda gives um, Luke about failure and, and all that stuff, watching that and it being so close to me watching Revenge of the Sith, boy, oh boy, does that land so much stronger now, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, in hindsight, yeah. uh, seeing the Jedi's failure and Obi-Wan failing Anakin and Anakin failing the Jedi. And, you know, like it's very it's very interesting to see how much it does actually land. And it's actually not so distanced from the Star Wars movies as you would think it was because of all the noise that is online. So um, it definitely makes me appreciate The Last Jedi a lot more because, as I said, I am a prequel kid, so um, I'm not a very anti-prequel mm -hmm. guy. Uh, I do enjoy the prequels for what they are. Are they flawed? Absolutely. But I do enjoy them for what they are. Mm -hmm. uh, I love their... Um, when you watch them in context, they work. Yeah. And, and I love seeing that, um, if you will, almost medievalish time period of the Star Wars galaxy. Whereas you, the, 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 the galaxy that we know now isn't so renaissance and you don't have these flagrant costumes anymore mm -hmm. and, and all that. Does, does that make sense? Like yeah. it's not as flamboyant as it mm. was in the prequels. And yeah. a part of me kind of misses that mood in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. But um, so where do you stand? Uh, prequels, sequels? Uh, what's your opinion on either or? Um, I wanted to say something Unrelated, but sure. it'll come back to me. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, so talking about the prequels, as I said earlier, I'm okay with them. They're, they're not my favorite Star Wars films, but I, I like what they do in terms of story, story-wise. And mm -hmm. I have issues a bit with the performances and the, 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 yeah, the script mean, yeah. itself. Yeah, it kind of dilutes the experience for me. Uh, I, I, I do prefer the original trilogy. Okay. And as for the sequels now, so episode seven, uh, seven eight, and eight, and then put that in nine this year. Eventually uh, nine. So far, I've loved them. I haven't had any problem with them. Okay. Uh, I love The Last Jedi. I love The Force Awakens. Yes, people have their issues with them. Mm -hmm. They don't like them for their reasons. They, they, they don't bother me. I like the new characters. Uh, I really like Rey, mm -hmm. uh, 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 Finn, uh, BB-8, and the... the, the in F The Force Awakens, there, there's Han's moment. Yeah. 
And for, for me, that was very heartbreaking. That was yeah. very emotional. Yeah. I remember like gasping. I remember. I, I, like, I felt. <gasps> no. You know, I, like. I, I was, you want to hear something funny? I was sitting next to a friend and I, when Han goes to see Ben, his son, I told my friend, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I had a feeling something was going to go wrong, especially because historically speaking, uh, Harrison Ford wanted to die in uh, the return, re- return of the Jedi. No, he wanted to die in Empire, uh, Empire, Empire Strikes Empire, Back. Sir, Empire. Yeah. My bad. And he uh, didn't want to return for the Jedi. Yeah. He wanted to go <laughs> home packing. Uh, so, so definitely very interesting story arcs. And if, if I look at the whole mm-hmm. Star Wars universe, including Rogue One, if you want, uh, I, I do have an issue with Solo, which we'll talk about, I guess, later. Mm-hmm. But, but again, it, it's not a, the, the biggest of deals. I, I haven't given up on the Star Wars yeah, universe yeah, yeah. just because, of sure. that, because I don't sure. like that movie. But the whole Star Wars universe, universe makes sense. The whole arcs makes sense. For me, even Luke's arc doesn't bother me. Y- yeah, yeah. It, it, it's someone who f- feels that he failed. He failed Ben, and there is enormous guilt... And there were consequences to, to that, and he just wanted to. to I think. I think to, what, that, he gave up. Yeah. Yeah. Some, sometimes. Yeah. Even the strongest of us can give up, and then he comes back. And so, so uh, again, about redemption, it, the whole themes are are in all mm-hmm. the, the 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 movies. It, they're repetitive, but with different characters. Uh, they're called the echoes of Star Wars, yeah. and there's like massive articles about them. There's videos about them online where you can see the echoes, like similar moments and and scenes and shots, kind of repeating throughout uh, or, or setups for yeah. stuff. Uh, it's funny because. It's going back to that Ben, uh, you know, Han Solo Ben moment. Yeah. The moment he walked onto the platform, Mm. I knew he was dead. Yeah. Because uh, something about platforms and, and, uh, you know, conversations between good and evil in Star Wars, you Mm. tend to have these. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, you, you had Ben dying in A New Hope at that moment, you know, very similar setup. If you think about it, it's a very similar setup. Luke is off to the side. He cannot get to Ben. You know, Ray is off to the side. She can't get to Han. It's a very, and Chewbacca, same Mm -hmm. thing. It's a very similar setup. So the moment that happened, I was like, oh, crap. And then it, you know, it happens. happens. but then also in The Last Jedi, and I don't know how long it's been since you've seen it, but in The Last Jedi, in the end of the film, mm-hmm. there's a shot from above where you see Kylo walking into where the rebels were. Yeah. It's almost identical to Anakin walking into the Jedi Temple Temple. in Revenge of the Sith. It's the same exact shot, Mm -hmm. almost. The the difference is that Anakin is walking horizontally, Mm -hmm. and then Kylo's walking vertically. Okay. Um, But it's the same kind of setup. So they're called the Echoes of Star Wars, and they've been known to Mm. be seen throughout the the films. Uh, What I wanted to talk about Luke, though, I think the biggest issue... With fans, isn't that the, the, the fact that he had given up or that he made a mistake or or whatever? It's the mistake itself that he made, which is slightly confusing considering he is also the person that only saw good in his father. So this is the part that hasn't been able to be absorbed by a lot of people. Is like, well, you saw good in the biggest villain in the world, but you couldn't see good in your own nephew. Like this is where the, there's this big question mark for people. Um, but after rewatching it again, I have to say that I've fallen in love with the last Jedi again. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love it. I do have some minor issues sure. with it, but overall 
it works. It's very, very good. Um, a lot of moments in the film still give me chills. Uh, uh, the moment between Kylo and Rey yeah. fighting together. One of the best. I mean, so freaking good. That moment is so good. Yeah. Uh, and the music and the lightsaber coming into her hand. It's just, it's so epic. Absolutely. One of the greatest, uh, you know, it's there with the best fight sequences mm -hmm. in, in Star Wars. But then also that moment between them post the fight is actually very good. And yeah. it's very relevant to the story. When the door closes at the end. Of yeah. No, no, no. I meant like when he's telling her to let the past die. Oh, I okay. think performance wise, Adam yeah. Driver and Daisy Ridley are doing really, really well. I agree. Uh, though my favorite character of the sequel trilogy is Kylo. It's mm -hmm. been Kylo since The Force Awakens. I love that character uh, a lot, actually, um, for, for many, many reasons. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've fallen back in love with the sequel trilogy. I never had an issue with the force awakens. I actually love the force mm -hmm. awakens. Um, I had question marks with, I've had a very interesting relationship with the last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, but I, I am back on board okay, and good. very excited good to have you back. Yeah. And very excited for episode nine and what could potentially be, uh, uh the end of the Skywalker, uh, saga. saga. Okay. So we've got approximately 349 days until star Wars episode nine is released. I can't wait. In December. Um, so at this point, we sort of already established where we stand, but where do we stand really? Um, and, and, and we've slightly discussed this before, but what is it that we want to see with this film? Uh, because it, again, it is being labeled as the end of the Skywalker saga. JJ Abrams has been on record saying that it's going to tie in all of the star Wars films, including the prequels. Um, which, if it weren't for The Last Jedi, I don't feel like they even wanted to admit to the prequels existing in mm -hmm. Disney. But The Last Jedi did drop in words like Sidious, Darth Sidious, and, you know, the failures of the Jedi and, and blah, 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 with Luke talking about the Force and, and all that. So where do we stand here? Uh, what is our... I don't know. Wh what are we looking forward to the most about this film? Um, excited about it? Not excited about it? I am definitely super pumped and excited about it. Oh, me too. I, I, get, I can't freaking wait. What do I want from this movie? I want closure. I want to finally know what's going to happen to Ray. possibly know if her parents are really farmers or there's a twist somewhere. Mm -hmm. Is she a Kenobi? Is she a Skywalker? Is she, I don't know, anything's possible at this point. Yeah. Uh, and I want to see the arcs of other characters like uh, Finn. Mm -hmm. Finn, I think... I loved what happened to, to his character in terms of growth in The Last uh, Jedi. But there's a lot of question marks as to why did he leave the First Order? He, he, yeah, who yeah, is he? Right, right. Why the sudden shift? Right. I, I remember in The, in the Force Awakens when there's the, the, his helmet has blood on yeah, yeah. That reminded him of something. So I, I want to see that arc also close. Um I want to see how they're going to treat the whole Princess Leia issue. Yeah, yeah, that is going to be very interesting to see so, how uh, that how, how that will work yeah. out. Yeah, and uh, definitely Kylo. Yeah, Ky also fantastic character as you, your favorite in the trilogy. Some personally, he's not my favorite, but he's someone I really, really do enjoy. Mm -hmm. And he's also had a very interesting arc with mm -hmm. his ups and downs and mm -hmm. his tantrums at first, and then owning it. Uh, so. A lot of questions yeah. to be answered, and I want—I'm I'm a curious kind of person, and 
I try. I tend to avoid reading things online, right, especially right. with Star Wars, right. because I do want to go watch the movie with without any prior opinions or right. yes. any influence. I'm going to try to do that as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I've already read a few things, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to kind of move past them, yeah. uh, you know, uh, as much as I can. Um, I mean, as for me, I think, see... Um, I, I can't get over the fact that that in in the creator's mind, George Lucas's mind, uh, there were supposed to be twelve films in total. Mm. It was supposed to be a twelve, you know, twelve episodic film saga. Um, so, so a part of me, yes, maybe I do want that closure uh, with Episode Nine. But another part of me is hoping that they leave it open enough. So that if they were to reconsider going for the full 12, they could down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, again, and, and, and you know, this is, this is where I think we slightly disagree. For me, Star Wars is Skywalker and Skywalker is Star Wars. And, and uh, I don't mind seeing different stories. You know, like there were the, the one of the animated shows, Rebels, was not about the Star- Skywalkers. Of course, they were mentioned. Darth Vader made a few uh, mm-hmm. cameos in it. Um, now with the Mandalorian, it's probably not going to be very Skywalker centric. Um, uh, Rogue One. Rogue One was in Skywalker. Well, sort of because I mean Vader was still in it, so it but was it, still. But it uh, wasn't about the Skywalkers stuff, yeah. themselves. Yeah, no, it wasn't about the Skywalkers themselves. Um, but I, for me, like. Uh, I want to see more, you know, uh, specifically with the character, with the new characters. And this is where I'm kind of slightly disappointed that we're only going to get a trilogy with these characters and not maybe another set with these characters. Um, But again, you know, if this is the end, then let it be a very magnificent, glorious, um, you know, applause inducing end for the Skywalker uh, saga. Um, I do want to see what will happen with Kylo. That's mm-hmm. something that I, I'm very curious to see, uh, whether Raylo will happen or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not agree that... I, I think if J.J. If Abrams retcons Ryan Johnson's retcon of who Ray is, I think mm. it's it'll be a little annoying. Like, I'd rather just stick with the fact that she is a nobody um, versus her, again, another twist in episode nine. I don't think it's really worth it at this point. I'd rather time is waste, you know, time is taken on other stuff that need answering. Um, I love... I did read this, and it's not much of a spoiler, mm. but I did read that this movie's set a year and a half after yeah, there's a time the jump. events yeah. of uh, The Last Jedi, which is good because it's almost like a reset mm. uh, uh, to the story. So it's big enough a gap that a lot of things could have happened yeah. in the meantime, um, which is good. Um so, that, I mean, that is what I want to, I want to see a glorious end. I want to see the, the epicness, you know, if J.J. Abrams is promising that it's going to tie in all the movies, then let it in the most glorious, magnificent, galactic way possible. Mm. Um, I wouldn't mind cameos from past characters showing up. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind that. There are a few. There's Lando who's in it. Yeah, Lando's in it. Luke is obviously in it. It's yeah. been announced that he's yeah. in it. So, um, but there are other flittering rumors around that others might show up. So. So, um, so yeah, and I want it to be full on, yeah. like I want it to be as epic as Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I want it to be that 
just like let it be so glorious that it'll be the film that redeems the sequel trilogy for everybody mm. for those that were on board and for those that were at one point left yeah i wanted to reunite the fan base that's what i want it to do what about the mandalorian and um i know for you you never saw the animated no. clone war series which i really think you should because mm. it will redeem a lot of the sequel uh, the prequels yeah uh, uh, because of the storyline in between. Um, but what are you looking forward uh, as far as the Mandalorian uh, goes? Because, I, I, you know, you can't really comment on the Clone Wars. But. Yeah, like Mandalorian-wise, again, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm on board. Uh, mainly because John Favreau, I think, is is, yeah. is, is, is a yeah, very smart, a very very good choice. Uh, good mind. Uh, uh, he kicked off for the, the MCU with uh, uh, Iron Man, a character that was basically not very popular or known, and made mm -hmm. him so lovable. And uh, with the Jungle Book, it's quite interesting too. I think uh, he has the knowledge and the the technicality to pull up mm -hmm. something very interesting. Mm -hmm. The cast. I mean, I mean, is, is whoa, magnificent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the set of directors from Taika Waititi to the guys from Game of Thrones to... I almost feel like they're... they're, they're the Game of Thrones guys aren't on board they're for, not for, they, for aren't the Aren't they doing an episode? No, but they are... They are there is a trilogy, a trilogy for, for them. Yeah. yeah. That also I'm very interested in mm -hmm. because may, maybe... May, and I do hope they'll go a bit dark. Yes. You, you know? See, this is why I wanted... I, I, that was the next yeah, one, which sorry, is spinoffs and whatever, but like... Um, I almost want them to do like Game of Thrones in space. Yeah, like I want it to be the time period before Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like I want it to be with the rise of the Sith yeah. and when they were created, you know, like when the the first Jedi yeah. became a Sith and like the old Republic. Yes. That's what I want. Because it's a very period piece and you go back to that costumes and the politics that they can do so well. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to see. And yeah. there's a lot of darkness in those storylines, I think, mm -hmm. uh, that you could kind of delve into yeah. and a lot of the myth and the lore and the magic of Star Wars because it is a sci-fi fantasy at the end of the day uh, with the force and all that stuff so I would love to see that as well yeah and and who else is on board uh, for the Mandalorian? Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard, um, the director of uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah. So so I think it's very eclectic. It's very diverse. Yeah, can yeah, bring, for sure. And each director can bring something extra to each episode, but with John Favreau behind it, maintaining everything so that it doesn't go yeah like all over. I almost feel like this is uh, Lucasfilm's testing new directors yeah. for for potential movies. Yeah, because stuff. any of these directors could actually yeah. direct a franchise. They could of, of movies. Yeah, they could. Uh, so that's. In terms of the Mandalorian, and, I, and I've been reading a bit about it. It, it seems very interesting. Yeah. It seems it almost feels like again, like the old West in space, yeah. which is kind of you know the the, bounty parts, hunters yeah. and and all that stuff. Which is again, I, you have to watch the Clone Wars because there's so much of that. Um, for me, it's I'm, I'm on board with the same thing you said about the Mandalorian. So I'll comment about the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. I I'm excited for this because. Yeah. Even with that last season that was released purely for Netflix, because uh, it was five season run on Cartoon Network, and then they did a last season on Netflix, which was like um, uh, very Yoda centric seasons uh, on Netflix. It it ends, but it doesn't. You feel like there's more to tell. So I'm really excited to finally get to see. Uh, uh, the end of the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of speculations online that they are the last three episodes of the Clone Wars are going to cross right into uh, Revenge of the Sith. So we'll actually get to see a lot more of Order 66 and how that occurred. And 
So there's uh, that excites me because I like seeing different perspectives on that. Again, a la Rogue One. Yeah. Almost. Because one of the characters in the Clone Wars is Ahsoka Tano, who is essentially, you know, once you'll watch the series, uh, she becomes Anakin's uh, yeah. uh, apprentice. Um uh, or Padawan, sorry. She becomes Anakin's Padawan. Um, and uh, she survives the Clone Wars. We know this because of Rebels that she survives the Clone Wars. So how does she survive Order 66? And I'm really hoping that we get to see that because I think that would be very interesting because there are a few Jedi that did survive 60, uh, you know, Order 66. So I'm ex super excited for that. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to get back into that animated mm -hmm. universe because I love the way that the animation is and, and all that stuff. So uh, that for me, I want the closure from that, yeah. you know, uh, the proper closure from that, from that series. So that for sure is uh, what I'd want to see with the Clone Wars. As far as the spinoffs, I mean, we kind of talked about uh, Damien Weiss and, and Benioff, uh, yeah. their, um, their spinoff series, but do we want to see more? I'm a bit, yes and no. Spe skeptical on it. I mean, I wouldn't mind an Obi-Wan kind of centric film mm. with Ewan McGregor yeah. specifically because... See, I'd like to see that more as a series though. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind yeah. that. I mean, I wouldn't mind like six episodes of, you know, just one season, yeah. but let it be like this, a six episode uh, arc of Obi-Wan. Obi yeah, yeah, exactly. So we get like a full fledged six yeah. hours of Obi-Wan, you yeah. know, not two hours. Or but okay. So uh, you, you want, uh, for you, Star Wars is... The Skywalkers. And for me, it is partly the Skywalkers, mm -hmm. but, but it's also the Force. Yeah. And the Force can belong to, to anyone. Anyone, sure. can, can, anyone can be a Jedi. Yeah. And why not discover new characters, maybe in the future, maybe yeah, sure, uh, sure. after uh, the episode nine? I wouldn't mind that. Okay. Because the reason I enjoyed Rogue One a lot, I, before it came out, I was very worried. Yeah, we, I think movie, we all were. There's, yeah. there's no Force. There's no Jedi, lightsabers. There's no, there's, yeah. And then the movie, like, really surprised me. Oh, so good. It was good. It was smart. It was witty. Very good performances. Uh, the droids. One of the funniest droids ever. Uh, uh, oh, shoot. Um, K2SO. Yes, K2SO. Ah, K2, K2 was SO. awesome. So sarcastic. And, yeah, and, so awesome. And also heart goes back yeah, to... Yeah, 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 which yeah. Which excites me for, for uh, the Cassian uh, uh, series. Yeah. Uh, because I'm hoping we get to see more see, of K2SO. So. Yeah, he should. We so. should see how he stole him from... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the I'm Empire. open. I'm open-minded. I don't want them to play a lot with the uh, ancient characters. Not, not ancient. The legacy characters. The, the legacy yeah, yeah, characters. Yeah. Uh, I don't want a Luke thing between... Uh, yeah, no, no. I, I wouldn't want to see that. No. I, 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 I was disappointed by Solo. Mm -hmm. Again, we'll get into that later. Just think of new things, new angles, sure. new arcs. And I think that, that'll, I wouldn't mind. I, they're obviously going to do that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have bought the rights towards. Right, uh, right. And just stop at three movies. That would be a, a dumb business sure. uh, plan. Yeah. Actually, five movies. Yeah. <laughs> Second chance segment. Do it. Do it. Um, okay. So uh, earlier this week, I'm going to go really quick. So that way Hod has a chance to rebuttal if he needs to. Um, <laughs> so we don't have a, what was it? Man of steel. Yeah. <clears throat> 
was it Man of Steel or Black Panther? Yeah, no, Man of Steel. Steel. Um, okay, so uh, earlier uh, during our Christmas vacation last year, like, towards the end of the year, uh, I did a rewatch of The Last Jedi, uh, and I fell back in love with it, and it piqued my interest again to go, I was like, okay, so should I give Solo a chance? Um, and so I watched it. <clears throat> I woke up early in the morning, cup of coffee, put on Solo, and lo and behold, I actually enjoyed it. Um, it's fun. Uh, it's, you know, it's got that adventure feel to it. Um, and again, this is very much separated from the possessiveness, from all the stuff that we had earlier, you know, discussed that this is not how we first saw, you know, Han meeting Chewie or, or whatever. It was just me watching it without any of that around. And I just watched it for what it was. Um, and I kind of liked it. I liked the story. Um, physically, maybe Alden Artreich still doesn't do it for me as a Han. But as far as what his character does, it felt very Han to me. It, um, it hit me in the right moments. I'm not saying I was completely emotionally engaged or that movie made me tear up or whatever or sent goosebumps. or It didn't have any of these moments. But it is an entertaining film, and it is enjoyable if you kind of let go of uh, uh, the possessiveness of, you know, Harrison is Han, you know, or, or whatever. Um, it is a very different take. Um, that's not what we had envisioned or, or whatever, but it is very enjoyable. And strangely enough, it is written by the Kazdans, who kind of created the character of Han, uh, uh, you know, full on in the original trilogy and, and all that stuff. So it does have those, uh, um, Kazdinian moments, if you will, in, in the storyline. I like the, the Millennium Falcon setup and how that worked and why the Millennium Falcon is as fast and as knowledgeable uh, as it is because of the droid. Um, are there a few things that still kind of irritate me a little bit? Yeah, I think um, the entry of Darth Maul into it without the knowledge of the Clone Wars is a big mistake. I think they should have chosen someone else instead of Maul. Um, and then with a potential sequel explained indirectly why Maul is still alive. Um, maybe they would have, I guess. I don't know. Um, but overall, it is enjoyable. I like the relationship between uh, uh, Beckett and Han. And, and uh, I think it's a very awesome movie for Chewie. I don't think we've seen Chewie do as much in the sequel trilogy as he does in this film. I mean, he was seriously kicking ass. Um, so I don't know. I liked, I enjoyed it, honestly. Um, does it have the same flair and magic uh, uh, as the other Star Wars films? No, m not as much, but I don't hate it like I did before. I, I don't think it's an abomination to the Star Wars uh, uh, universe. That's my stance. Um, and I know for a fact that you haven't seen it since its yeah. release. So m again, my suggestion is give it another shot, um, and try to kind of disconnect all of that weight before you watch it. I'll give it a go. I'm not going to tell you no. Okay. But to me, again, Han Solo is the super iconic character mm -hmm. played by Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. Did we need... A spin-off, I don't necessarily think we needed one okay. to begin with. Okay, So Fair. Initially, 
there wasn't a big buy-in. Okay. When Lord and Miller were set to direct, mm-hmm. they had my attention. I'm okay. like, okay, this could be interesting. They could do something with him. Sure. And then the whole uh, uh, Kennedy, Lord and Miller thing happened yeah. and Ron Howard came on board. Creative differences Creative, and all that. Yeah. For me, the movie was too safe. Okay. Didn't really take any risks, any chances. Okay. I do, I do have minor issues with... I, it's it's very hard for me to distance myself, but with how Chewie meets Han, Han. Okay. I wanted it to be more more grand on a personal level. Sure. It does, doesn't yeah. mean that it's yeah, right yeah, or it's yeah, wrong. Yeah. But for me, it should have been grander. It should have been something more interesting. Is, is, does Chewie have a big role in this? Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. We see a lot of Chewie. I loved Lando in this movie. I yeah, liked what he did. Sure, He's a lot sure, of fun. Sure. Uh, and the, the, look, I just... When when the imperial officer asks him what's your name and he's like Han and he's like what's your family name and he's like I, I don't have one he's like okay we'll call you Solo for for me that was the, really that's how Han Solo got his name <laughs> so there's there, bits and pieces yeah, left yeah, and okay, right okay uh, and then I had a problem with uh, what's her name Kira Kira I I. I didn't enjoy her character. I didn't okay. enjoy the setup of the story. With Beckett, maybe that was interesting to an extent. But again, I for me, because Han Solo is, is such an interesting character, sure. I, I, yeah. I was expecting something different. More grandiose. Something yeah. grandiose. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alden, Alden Reich. Yeah, Alden Earl Reich. Earl Reich. He tries. The guy tries mm-hmm. and he, he does a good enough job, but... I think he has like very big shoes to fill. Sure, and you can. And it's very hard to distance yourself from from Han Solo, Harrison, Harrison Ford, and yeah. him. He's always going to be somewhere in the back of your head, and you're going to sure, be, sure, sure. As much as I, I, I will watch it, but and I'll try to distance myself. But I think it'll be very hard for me not to compare. Sure. Okay. Um, and the whole, I, I didn't like the twist at the end with Darth Maul and yeah. So again, Solo. and if you don't, if you don't have that backup to it, you're not going to yeah. But in the sense that, that Solo is the reason he he funded the yeah indirectly funded the the rebellion. Yeah, yeah. so I think his character in the future would or be helped help fund helped yeah. fund yeah. But, so his character in the future would I think be a bit different based on that. I mean, there, there, to me, there's some loopholes here and there. Right. It was good to see the Millennium Falcon, how he wins it. Okay, interesting. The whole robot uh, revolution thing was, <laughs> for me, that didn't work. Uh, uh, there are a lot of things I would have preferred not knowing and just skipping yeah. that movie. I mean, yeah, I, I do agree with you on, on, one, on one thing, which is we didn't really need this movie. Yeah. And I do agree with that. We didn't really need a, a Han Solo movie, especially at an age that is so close to his age in A New Hope. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree with you on that. I, I will give you that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, Absolutely. I, I almost feel like if we had gotten the chance to see a sequel, I think things would have been more explained. Perhaps, perhaps. But yeah. we don't. I don't think that that's going to happen with the bombing of mm. of Solo in the box office. Um, so on that note, um, we are going to start queuing ourselves out of here um, with uh, the grandiose throne room music. Um, wishing ourselves a happy new year. Wishing happy you year. guys. We didn't wish you guys happy new year Screeners. at the beginning of the show. Happy new. 
new so year. So screeners, have a, we hope you had a very happy new year. Uh, and uh, we hope you have a fantastic 2019. We hope we have a fantastic 2019. Yeah. So many plans, so many guests and uh, topics that we want to discuss. So many movies to look forward to on Newsroom. So uh, if you want to follow us on Newsroom. On uh, News Hour. It's sorry. Good, it's a good show. It is a good show. Um, way to catch that. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at Alamahana on my end and had that solo. Don't forget <laughs> to subscribe and listen to us on all podcast platforms as well as on you, you can watch our videos on YouTube, on Facebook. Leave a message on Anchor. Yes, please leave us a message on Anchor so we can play it on the show. We've been doing that already. Uh, we did that once. Uh, can't wait to do it more and more yeah. and more. Um, so thank you guys. Thank um, you. Yeah, go, have go, a great weekend. We'll hear, see go, you tomorrow. Yeah, go watch Star Wars films. Yes, give Solo a second chance. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I, I, look, I will. Ultimately, I will. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow with a brand new episode of Script to Screen News Hour at 3 p.m. Have a good rest of your Friday. We are out of here.